1: He's dedicated and wants to do it for a long time. And uh, he's committed to doing it well here. Um, he had a really good offseason, both physically and mentally, just getting prepped for what's ahead. But he looks great and um, moving around well. I mean, swinging it really well. And, uh, just hearing him talk about certain things offensively and some of the adjustments has been really cool. So, overall, um, he's put himself in a really good position to have success. Cardinals manager Oliver Marmol talking about Nolan Gorman as spring training is happening well underway. In fact, we've got spring training baseball this weekend. Uh, Grapefruit League play right here on KMOX. You can hear the first game of the spring oh, on Saturday, right? right. I'm
2: so excited. I heard about that. I was listening to TIAM this morning, and I've been hearing the advertisements for spring training baseball. There is something about baseball on the radio where yes you it's awesome to be engaged and listen to every word but also the the white noise aspect yeah. of it the back no, the background noise it might be the most comforting sound ever i just want it on all the time
1: and especially spring training baseball because it's almost like a it, it's like an appetizer the game yeah. the game doesn't mean anything but you're driving around. It's still a little cool outside, maybe even cold. You know, you've got it on in the background. You, go, oh, this, it sounds like baseball. It sounds like summer, mm. and that's all coming up. So again, we got the broadcast on Saturday. Uh, we get started at is it just after twelve o'clock, Tyler? I think right about there. Right I about think 12. we just listen to KMOX broadcast eleven fifty five, and we have Sunday you know, too, right? Yeah, Saturday and Sunday okay. ball games. Uh, I just cra-
2: thought of oh, I, was gonna say, I just thought of what I was going to say. It's not white noise because I was like, that's not the right word for it. You know how they're like therapy dogs and like being with animals is yeah. actually beneficial to your health. I think this, I think Cardinal baseball on the radio is therapy audio. That's, There's something about it that it you cal- your heart rate goes down. It like feel, you feel calm. And there you peaceful. go. Yep.
1: Yeah. Until the ninth inning rolls around and then you're on pins and needles. Uh, oh. Cardinals report brought to you by, but not this year. This, this is a different <laughs> Cardinals team. Cardinals report brought to you by Renner Garage Door, R-E-N-N-E-R, forward and back, family owned and top rated, RennerDoorSTL.com. Matt Pauley is in Jupiter. Matt, what's going on?
3: It's, we're, uh, we're just doing spring training. Oh, thing. oh man, are As you in the bathroom mentioned.
2: now? <laughs> what? Are you, oh, my
1: gosh. Are you in the bathroom?
2: No, no. he's in a cave. So oh, Matt and Amy. I were hanging out in a cave.
1: Amy was in a cave at the start of the show. You're in a cave now. <laughs> what the hell's going on?
3: So do I, I see everything sounds normal to me?
1: Well, I'm sure it does. Well, you know, that's
2: because you're used to being in the cave.
1: That's right. Hey, what's... uh? People well, what's, are like,
2: no wonder why Amy was sick. She's been in a cave. <laughs> get out of the cave. Maybe Amy, you'll feel better.
1: Get it together. All right, Matt uh, Pauly, what's what's happening in spring training today?
3: Well, clearly I'm in a cave that I don't know. Other that than I'm that, that's, that's the first
2: thing.
1: Don't get bitten by a bat. We don't need another coronavirus.
2: Oh, come on, Ron. <laughs>
3: um yeah spring training things going on i don't even know where to go from here like you just mentioned games coming up uh this weekend so uh, we're uh you know today was kind of a laid back day only one live vp session with uh with sunny gray yesterday there were a ton of guys throwing live vps so it, we're at that point in spring and there's only a, like six days where you know full squad workouts before the games get started and it's really exciting at the beginning of those six days and then it's the longest six days ever, and you're just ready for the games to start.
1: I feel the same way, and I I think that well, fans feel that way. I mean, spring baseball is cool and everything, but you get those players who are like, let's let's go, and it's it's certainly more beneficial to pitchers who probably want to get stretched out and they need to take a little bit of time and be careful with their arms and that is good for them but those position players man they're they're probably a week or two in and they're thinking all right let's get out of here let's get things rolling
3: yeah absolutely without a doubt they uh they want to uh, there's only so much you can do in a cage. There's only so much work you can do uh, when when things are not truly competitive. So uh, a little bit of competition is good for everybody, and this team has something to prove, so they'll get to do that coming up uh, this weekend. Hey, what did
1: you just do?
2: Did you just climb out of the cave?
1: Yeah, what happened just now?
2: <laughs> what
1: are you talking about? Just it's suddenly when you started talking, it sounds so much better.
2: You sound amazing. Yeah.
1: I, I, done a, I don't know if I'm you in a cave. Something. I don't know.
3: So when, when I first connected, uh, I asked Tyler. I said, do I sound good? He said, yeah, you sound good. Well, so Tyler's that, a that's... liar.
2: Tyler is a liar because he told me I sounded good, too.
1: And she didn't. She sounded <laughs> yeah. awful. Well, now that you're here. Well, up...
3: Okay, so Ron, because we've got, we're three people in three different places right now, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Uh, who sounds better
1: at the current moment, my connection or Amy's connection? Oh, you sound way better than Amy.
3: No, okay.
2: that's not true. Are yeah. you serious?
1: Oh, see, now Amy's worried. Amy, Amy's broadcasting from home because she's got a little, <coughs> and so she hasn't <laughs> been able to come in. So she's broadcasting from home. But you know what she has, uh, Matt? She has consideration for other people. Instead of coming into the office and getting us sick, she stayed home so that she wouldn't do that.
2: Well, I couldn't get anybody Ooh. sick because everyone's already sick. That's why I got sick.
1: Yeah, that's also true.
2: That's why I got sick.
1: Hey, um, I I don't have to worry about that down here. I'm in Florida. Yeah, Yeah, there's no Um, such thing as COVID down there.
2: Can can I bring something up that that has to do with the Hall of Fame? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to bring this up, Matt, because last year, I feel like I had a big impact on the Cardinals Hall of Fame Uh announcements. So the Cardinals have announced the 2024 Hall of Fame ballot nominees, Steve Carlton, George Hendrick, Matt Morris, and Edgar Renteria. Um, so pretty exciting and wanted to talk about all of those worthy individuals. Last year, there was something of a uh, kerfuffle, I think, when uh, David Fries was on the list, and that, that got a lot of talk.
1: Not only from, was he on the list, but he was—he was, he was he told won. he was—he was in. Yeah, and then people in. kind of—or he said, "Ah, you know yeah. what? I probably shouldn't take this honor." So your question, yes. Amy?
2: Yeah, that's, thats not a question. I was just saying the list is out.
1: Oh, the list is out. Yeah. Yep.
2: The what list is thoughts? out. I, was, I just. Yep.
3: Steve Carlton, George Hendrick, Matt Morris, mm-hmm. Edgar Renteria. I think all four very deserving for different reasons. I know some people are going to push back on Carlton because he did a lot of what he did not in St. Louis, but what he did in St. Louis was still pretty darn good. Uh, mm-hmm. y- you look at the other three and, and their resumes absolutely speak for themselves. You know, it's kind of disappointing George Hendrick because we know him as silent George, right? He wouldn't talk to the media, yada, yada, yada. He, um, I, in some ways I feel like that overshadows his career accomplishments because that that went along with kind of who he was when you hear his name the first thing you think of is the silent george thing but he really was a good player and impacted the team uh, i was talking with mike claiborne about this earlier today and he just shared some stories about how important hendrick was inside the clubhouse behind closed doors um but yeah this is a this is a really cool group of individuals that are up for uh, possible induction
1: Yeah. And you can vote right now. No, I'm sorry. You can't vote until Saturday. You can start voting Saturday, February 24th, cardinals.com slash Hall of Fame. And you will have a little over a two months actually to vote. April 26th, voting concludes. So starting Saturday through April 26th, cardinals.com slash uh, HOF. That is the website. And, uh, you know, place your votes for your favorite Cardinal
3: pretty cool what the Cardinals do with this. It's a, it's a really, really neat thing, and uh, the induction that they do towards the end of the season is uh, just a, a
1: first-class event. It really is, man. That uh, And I know there are teams that are trying to um, catch up with that idea, but it's also there aren't a whole lot of teams that have the amount of historic ball players that the Cardinals have had. I'm not saying they're the best organization in the world, but they're... They're up there in terms of just baseball Hall of Famers, not Cardinals Hall of Famers, but they have, I believe, the second most or third most Hall of Famers in Cooperstown than any other team in baseball. So this is a team that has such a large pool to pick from. And then let's bring that to current day
3: because uh, Ozzie Smith is in camp right now. What has Ozzy been doing? He's been working with Mason Wynn. He's been working with Thomas Sej. How cool is it for Thomas Sej? He gets a tra- you know traded to the Cardinals at the deadline last season. He walks into his first ever Cardinals spring training. And Ozzie Smith comes up and grabs him and says, Hey, let's go do some work. And you know, Ozzy's kind of running him through 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 the ringer on, on taking some short hops and things like that. It's just really cool, not only how many great players have played for the Cardinals, but then how many of those players continue to remain in the organization, helping the team get better. Ozzie Smith is making Mason Wynn a better shortstop. So every single time we see Mason Wynn make an incredible play, we can say, some of that credit goes back to to Ozzy Smith and obviously all the other people who have uh, who have you know given to, to win in his career.
1: So here are the numbers: the Yankees have twenty seven Hall of Famers, the New York Giants have twenty, San Francisco Giants have five, um, same organization, and the Cardinals have eighteen. So the Cardinals are, are third on that list. So that's a that's a huge pool of talent to pick from, and, and you just you and, think of you think of the it's as historic of a team as there is in the game. Yankees are clearly number one, but, but the Cardinals, man, they are, they are right there with those teams like that. And the Dodgers and the giants. Absolutely. 100%. And that's not, you know, it's something that I, um when, when, when I talk to new
3: players and we had these conversations at winter warmup, but we've also had them since spring training got underway. And I can't tell you how often a, a 23 24 22 year old will talk to you about the historical nature of the St. Louis Cardinals. It a lot of times stuff like that doesn't hit younger individuals, yeah. but who the Cardinals are that is very well understood by everybody.
1: Yeah, they just that's that's a good point about younger players, and I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with that. Um because guys tend to be just focused on their own game. And and you know, they're the contemporaries as opposed to the past. And maybe it would be nice if they were more interested in the past, but I don't know that it's it's necessarily a bad thing, do you?
3: No, I don't think so. Like last year, uh Jordan Walker didn't know about Joe DiMaggio's hitting streak. Who cares? Like that's, If you're a student of the game and the history of the game, you know that, but it doesn't impact that Jordan Walker doesn't know much about that hitting streak. I think he knows a little bit more now when he, was, when he had his own little hitting streak, obviously, last year to start the season. He, he studied up on that a bit, but Jordan Walker does know about the history of the Cardinals. So I, it's cool when you meet these guys who are totally all in on the history of the game, but I don't think that is a prerequisite
1: for you to be a great player. Tell us about countdown to opening day tonight, six to eight. Yeah
3: a lot going on, so uh, Mike Claiborne and I have it for you, and uh, we're still putting it all together, but it's going to be a chock full of interviews from uh, from start to finish, so uh, everything from here in Jupiter, we kind of shift the focus of the show once we're uh, both down here, where we just talk to players and staff and, and everybody, so it's going to be a lot of fun this evening.
1: Matt Pauly, Mike Claiborne, countdown to opening day, 6 to 8 o'clock tonight on KMOX and the Odyssey app and KMOX.com. Matthew, Thank you. I'll go climb back into my cave. Go, no, don't. <laughs> don't go in that cave. There are bats and bears in there. You don't want to you don't want to go. Matt Pauly with us. Yeah, right. Matt Pauly is uh is with us on KMOX. Amy's got a problem with something, and mm-hmm. she's gonna tell you about it when we come back. Right mm-hmm. here on the Chris and Amy show on KMOX